Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly Storm the Capital Murgatroyd. How the fuck are you today? That we're just kicking it off. Yeah, why not? Why not? What a week it has been. But listen, you're not coming here to get your news. That's for sure. <laughs> Can I just say something real quick? And then we'll go into what we're going to talk about. 50% of the show is, is uh, has been willed to you. So you have 50% <laughs> of the conversation. So... In light of what we're going to talk about- in, Judith Light or just Light? No. God, you were dating yourself on that Miller one. Miller Light? No, I never had one of those. So listen, we're going to be talking about Rob's um, dipping his- <laughs> dip, Coke Light? Dipping the tip in in TM and in a minute. But what I'd like to kind of preface with that- That stands for Transcendental Meditation for those of you that uh, are curious. Yeah, so he um, is dipping the toe in or the tip, whichever you prefer, in Transcendental Meditation. And we're gonna talk about that in a minute. But what, because you kicked it off with Storming the Capitol, I just wanna share something because it came up uh, the other day in my text messages. And I know people feel this in the world and I've seen it with- you know, uh, when all of the rioting was happening with Black Lives Matter, with all of the things. And I just want to put this out there. It is not easy being in an online business, whatever that business is, during times of um, social unrest, let's call it. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. If you post about it in support or in not support or whatever, it's like not enough. You said the wrong thing. I mean, there have been huge influencers who've had to literally shut their accounts down because of the hate. And, you know, we live in a world right now where basically 50% of the people feel one way and 50% of the people feel the other way. And so 
if you see Rob and I continue to live our life, it's because over the last 10 months, we've been very honest about our opinions, especially in the podcast on different things. But our family has gone through panic attacks with Rob. We've gone through like trying to protect Sophia from having any lasting mental damage from all the things that are going on right now. We're a family that tries not to watch the news, but when we do, it tends us and it puts us into sleepless nights. We've had fights with family. Like we're not immune to what's going on, but what we have chosen to do is to go inside and to use the tools, the Esther Hicks, the meditation, the morning pages, the all of it, the finding the joy. We have made a conscious decision as a family to stay out of politics. None of us are running for office. We use our voice in our vote and we are not here to publicly defend support or whatever because there, there is no right or wrong. You can't win either way. And we just want to have a great life. And so instead of putting out more information into the world that creates and incites um, fear and anger and hate and debate and all of that, we're choosing to just keep putting out love. So let me just say that for anyone who's like, you know, the Capitol's being stormed and this fuck is down there working out at the beach with sunshine in his face and, you know, talking to me about God knows what. Like, just know that we're making a conscious choice to stick our fucking heads in the sand and to share love because the world needs more of that. And if you view that as playing uh, the violin as the Titanic sinks to the bottom of the ocean, so be it. I am am enjoying (laughs) playing the violin. Okay, we are- So, So one of those tools though is meditation, right? So one of the places we're going is New Calm, and um, meditation. Rob did a past life regression. Oh, can we do your past life regression and TM today? Yeah, there's- Can we dabble I, there's, in both? There's actually more to talk about with TM than there is the past life regression. Yeah, I but think that's more salacious. It is more salacious, but I want to hold off on that because I'm- okay, the, We'll the, save the, that to the end. The jury <laughs> is still out on that because I, I think it needed to have been done perhaps a bit differently, but we'll, we'll get into that in another podcast. Let's today talk about TM. So Cliffhanger. So what is- Did you just belch into the microphone? What is happening right now? It's not like I had a microphone at my throat. There is a, uh, there's something called TM, Transcendental Meditation. What I'm about to say is going to be all wrong, so Google it, but it's something like this. A guy named Maharishi Magamaga came over from India and brought this, Magamaga is not really his name. I can't say his last name. Brought it over and then people like the Beatles hooked into it and it became this- fast moving thing where if you if you google people who do tm you'll see howard stern has been doing it for 40 years jerry seinfeld 40 years ellen degeneres 20 years like the list just keeps going so my brother did tm and he's like oh my god it's going to change your life so basically i went in yesterday to do the uh, the tm and he's that that the picture of the guy that you have there is the one that I had to make the flower offering to. So <laughs> yeah, true story. So like, can I can I back? So Rob's going to go for this TM. He says, Kim, I need. I have a list of things I need to bring with me. I said, okay, what is it? He said, a, a white napkin, a new one, uh, fifteen flowers, and three pieces of fruit. Can you go get that? I'm like, you actually are a 54 year old man with a wallet. 
Somehow he's not capable of finding a napkin, flowers, and fruit. Or is it just that you prefer me to do it? Anywho, um, so she gets me all the things, right? The fruit, the napkins, the whatever. And so I go there yesterday into the uh, Transcendental Meditation Center in Santa Monica. And okay, I know what you're picturing, <laughs> what you know the, the TM Center in Southern California is like. It's a little like what you probably have in your mind. With okay? flowers, fruit, and a napkin. And so I walk in, you know, like, you know, sort of a little bit, not skeptical, but just giving that sort of like, you know, where am I? Am I going to be abducted? Am I moving, going into a cult? You didn't go to the Scientology Center. You went to the TM Center. To any, to any uneducated mind, there's not much of a difference between the two. Okay. I now know there to be a difference, but I didn't know. And... um <laughs> Okay, so you walk in and uh, there's a lovely gentleman uh, sitting, you know, sort of cross-legged, barefooted um, with a giant happy, like, what the hell is he smiling for? So happy to meet me. And I'm like, okay, this is a very happy man. Um, and <laughs> so we sat down and, and you know, I went through a little history and he's like, you know, tell me about, you know, why you're here. And so I said, well, you know, with COVID, I had some panic attacks and everybody tells me about TM. And a lot of people that, you know, I love Jerry Seinfeld and Howard Stern, they all do it. And they're like, it's going to change your life. And I did a little Googling around and you guys are, you know, super legit, you know, uh, the Surgeon General recommends TM. Like it's this, it's this sort of like crazy old Indian tradition that's mixed with recommendations that I think with the world today that, you know, the Surgeon General is like, go fucking do it. Like do whatever's gonna work, go yeah. do it. We need more love in the world, right? So anyway, so I go in and I sit down and, you know, I, I have my flowers and whatever. And then um, <clears throat> after we do a little chit chat in the beginning, he says, okay, come on, let's, let's go in the back. And so I was like, okay, this is where it happens. It's the back room. You know, I go in the back room. This is where they keep Godzilla. I don't know what's going to happen. And I walked in and there was, you know, sort of like, I'm going to call it an, an altar because I don't know really what else to call it, but it's this sort of like basically table that has a picture of the Maharishi, um, which looks like, you think of Maharishi It's like would a look. shrine. It's a shrine. That's a better word. Yeah. Long hair, you know, very Indian looking because he is Indian. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to- So he's, an, he's a man from India with from long India. Hair, hair, kind yeah. of like a hippie-ish Maharishi. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, think, good. Think um, like- Like, like if, he was in Dazed and like Confused. If, like if they were going to put this on the back of the Sergeant Pepper album, like it would have been, per been perfect. perfect. Okay. So, okay. So he's, it's, it's, he's got like this, the picture- and these little gold like um, things that hold stuff, containers, but they're gold. I don't know what to call it. Like, like you'd a see bowl? It, a bowl. You'd okay. see it, but, but very small. <laughs> but, doing, very, but very small. I'm two for two on words. It's like a ramekin. Yeah. A, ra ram a, ram a ramekin. Is that what it's called? I, yeah. Okay. It's creme brulee. Yeah. It's like a small creme brulee. <laughs> and inside of one, I think it was rice probably something more spiritual than another one had a black. Or it was probably just rice. And then there was another one that was black, which also looked like rice, but could have been- Black rice. Sandalwood. I don't know, something. Sandalwood. And then, and then another one was water. And he said to me, he said, look, you know, this, he said, the Maharishi brought transcendental meditation over from, from India, but, you know- it, it, it's become popularized by people like the Beatles and, you know, all those sort of 70s California people 
But this has been going on for thousands of years before that in India. So it was given to him thousands so of years. So he didn't create it, but he brought it here. So they're grateful for it. So they make him a shrine. It's like, it's, and, it's like John yeah. Lennon went to India. He met the Maharishi who's been doing this. You know, his his people have been doing it for thousands of years. And, and then they sort of brought it over here. And so as a way to do an homage, for lack of a better word, or to acknowledge that it has been passed down for generations, they have a ritual that they go through. And the ritual is that you say a little prayer of thanks for learning what you're about to learn and thanking the fathers and fathers and fathers and fathers who have been transmitting it or, or what's the word? Handing it down through the years. So the art of TM. The art of TM, or okay. you're about to learn something and you're just saying, thank you for passing this down for all these generations. It's a very respectful thing. And so, you know, my guy who is not Indian, he's a, a white, I don't know, maybe California guy, I don't know, just starts, he says, so we're gonna do this. He said, this is not a cult. By the way, when somebody says this is not a cult, don't you first think, okay, this is how they get you into the cult, but that's another conversation. <laughs> this is not a cult, this is not a, a religious prayer. This is simply just thinking. And then all of a sudden he's off into uh, Hindu Sanskrit song. I probably got all that wrong, but you'll get the idea. And he just starts singing. And it was really beautiful, actually, to watch. And then he takes my, takes one of my flowers and hands it to me. And um, I hold a flower. And while I'm holding the flower, he is taking my other flowers, the 14 that remain, and dipping them in the water and then sprinkling it over, this, uh, over the fruit um, that I had to bring and then taking salt and sprinkling the salt over and then taking the black pepper, I'm guessing, I don't know what it was, um, over, the, over the fruit too, and then continues to sing this song. And that lasts for about 15 minutes. And at the end of 15 minutes, he kind of like looks over at me and looks me square in the eye and says, your mantra is... But you're not allowed to And I'm going to say bleepity blop, because if you tell somebody, it loses its magic. Can't tell you. Use the one you gave me yesterday. Barbecue. <laughs> Barbecue. Okay. He's explaining this to me yesterday and he's like, so I can't tell you my mantra, which by the way, this is the only thing in our relationship that- The only secret. It's the only secret he's keeping from and me. And it kills me because I want to tell, <laughs> like I literally did it this morning and I was like, I got to tell her. <laughs> we have a rule. We don't keep secrets. But uh, so for this example- I actually, think you, I, am, I actually think I am going to tell you this mantra I because I don't, I, I think I think keeping the secret is worse than giving the mantra away. <laughs> so, so Barbecue. So barbecue. So we were out on the deck Look, and I looked at the barbecue and said barbecue. Okay, so let's use bleepity block because barbecue is too weird. So uh, so now I'm out there. He looks I me square in the use eye. Use one. Okay, so- Because bleepity block is weirder than barbecue. All right, we're going to we're gonna use the word one, O-N-E, um, which I learned from a lady who wrote a book called Ziva Meditation. That's a mantra that she uses that she feels comfortable giving out to everybody in her books. So we'll use the word one. So he looks over at me and he says, your mantra is one. And I was like- Okay, he said, so grab a seat and I'm gonna grab a seat and all I want you to do is just repeat your mantra. And I go, one, 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 over and over. One, one, one. Then he goes, softer. I go, one, one. Deeper? One. <laughs> Did well, you go deeper an I, octave? And then he goes, softer. I go, one. Is it even deeper? <laughs> one, one, softer. <laughs> one, one, 
softer. <laughs> so I keep doing it until I'm basically inaudible. And he says, now mentally only. And so I'm not getting my mind. One, one, one. So that's all I want you to do. And he said, okay, now here's what we're going to do. I'm teaching you TM right now, okay? So I paid after, I, after his one I paid visit. money for this. I'm probably going to his one visit. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this or not, but I, but I'm going to play the innocent. Well, you don't part. have to. You don't have to go through all of it. No, I am. It's 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 actually very short. It's a okay. very simple thing. Okay. I don't think this is something that you couldn't Google. So <laughs> you you say the mantra. Now here's the thing. You are going to have a thought that comes in your minds. Okay, got to go to the grocery store. Pops into your minds. Right. And then you think, oh, I got to get apples. I got to get asparagus. I got to get chicken, blah, blah, blah. And you go, oh, shit. I am thinking of my grocery list. You have to remember the mantra. And then you go, one, one, one. And you keep saying the mantra over and over and over again until that thought that you had is now gone. Be, and it really, the thought is gone the moment you say the moment you say your mantra because you can't think of a grocery list and say your mantra at the same time. So you say the mantra and then you stop. And then you go into this sort of like nothingness place and then another thought pops up. Now, this time the thought pops up, it catches you off guard and you get lost. You go, oh God, I was thinking about, I was thinking about, uh, I got a surf lesson tomorrow. I got to make sure I don't want to forget. I got these new booties and I want to make sure that I bring them because the old booties have a hole in it and that water is going to get into my feet and it's really, and then you're off, right? You're off on, you can't tell what I was thinking about, right? You're mm -hmm. off and then that, that, then now you're off in a tangent. The moment you don't not think the thought of the surf boots. You allow it to go. But the moment you remember that you had a mantra, you simply start to say the mantra. One, one, one. And then slowly the booty surfing thought drops. Okay, question. Yeah. Do you say the mantra aloud or in your head? In your head only. Okay. Okay. So now that drops and then you slowly stop saying the mantra and then you go into nothingness. Okay. And then the thought comes back and you rinse and repeat. So when, the, when you don't have, what I was doing wrong was as soon as I had, I was going one, 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 trying to squash thoughts. You don't want to squash the thought. You want to allow the thought, but the moment you remember you had a mantra, you simply say the mantra. Okay, that's the practice. Super powerful. Once I did that, after about being interrupted six or seven times, this because we did this twice. After about six or seven times, and I started to train my brain to remember the mantra when the thought came up, it was no longer the thoughts coming up was no longer happening at the frequency that it was at the beginning of the meditation because I was starting to go, okay, every time you get a thought, you say the mantra. And so it starts to dissipate that. Then what started to happen was I felt myself feel like a 20 foot tall tree. It was the weirdest feeling in the world. I didn't, it wasn't like I was, like my eyeballs were 20 feet in the sky and I was looking down at everything. This it's is what like, you're feeling in the meditation. I, I don't know how to describe it any other way. I felt tall, like 20 feet tall. Aw, okay? you finally got your wish. Finally got my wish. So I felt tall and 
Then it shifted. There was no more thoughts popped up. It did not pop up at all. Then it moved into this weird kaleidoscope prism purpley kind of thing where I was like off. And so when we did the debriefing after this, he said, describe it to me. And I described what I just described to you. He said, that's what you're, that's what trend, transcendental meditation is. So what do you mean? He said, once you can transcend even for a moment or two out of your thought, then you're going where source is. Then you're going where full consciousness is. Then you're getting out of the chatter of your mind and you're dipping a toe into that universal consciousness. So for anyone that watched the movie Soul, would that be in the zone? Yes. How, by the way, if you haven't watched Soul and you like this type of conversation, Disney did a great job and I'm shocked in what they did, but they did a phenomenal job of showing the soul's journey in a in a really unique way. And that, I tell you what's, I tell what's interesting about that. I, I, my suspicion is probably to make a movie like that probably takes a good three or four years to do, right? Because yeah. it's super, super high quality. Yeah. Which 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 would put it way before the the riots and the COVID and everything that we're dealing now. So it was not, I don't believe, a response no. to the, a spiritual movement. So it shows you the trajectory sure. yeah. that we were on yeah. for them to know that that would be a hit. Because Disney's not doing anything they don't know is going to no, be a hit. No, but right? that's amazing. But it was amazing. But that's what it reminds me. When you describe the transcending... The, the colors and the, the all of that, that part of the movie Soul where everybody is, you know, when you're in the zone, right? If you're a piano player and you're playing the piano and you're just in it, you're in it or whatever, your sport or meditation or yoga or whatever it is, whatever your thing is, you know when you're in that zone. And so that's what is when you're most closely connected to source, right? That's right. And and when how do you get out of that zone? You get out of that zone when you think. So in other yeah. words, if you are a tennis player, a pro tennis player, when you're in the zone and you're hitting the ball, the moment I say, think about the racket, think about the ball hitting the center of the, you're gone. Yeah. You're out because now you're in thoughts. So I had been hearing about TM from, as I mentioned earlier, from so many people and, you know, I just listened to an interview with uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Tim Ferriss and Tim Ferriss asked him about it. He said, you know, you've been doing it for uh, a really, because Tim Ferriss does TM as well. And he said, you've been doing it for a really, really long time. He said, yeah, it's really simple. It's twice a day. He said, it, it, it is the thing that I do like in the, and they want you doing it the second time in the afternoon, not in the evening, because I don't want you to, you can fall asleep, but they, it's just, it's inefficient at the end of the day when you're tired yeah. and you could retire, let's say earlier. So first thing in the morning and then midday? Midday, yeah. Somewhere like three, like that three o'clock dip that you take, you know, where you sort of like, you know, you've been getting the notifications on your phone and your email and you're working all day and your yeah. mind is full. It's kind of like that perfect time to do it. So I, the way it worked is you do that first session and then there's three more days of session that you do. And then they give you a lifetime tweak. Like there was a, when I was leaving, there was a girl coming in and we just had a little chit chat. And I said, is this your first time? She said, no, 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 I'm, this is my third time. And then the instructor said, well, you're, you're for life. You can come back for tune-ups. And I'm like, oh, he said, yeah, it's no charge. He said, if you're having trouble meditating, you need any questions, just come in. He said, I, I, I'm here all day and I just do it all day. And I was like, wow, that's really, really cool. You need so, a tune-up? 
if you're if you're like if there's an issue and you yeah. like you like I just I can't like you're I'm, having a hard time getting I'm having into a hard the, time in, getting into, the into, the into space, it into you, the transcending space. They'll they'll take you to the beginning again and walk you through it and get you get you there. And he said, you know, all we ask is that you don't mess with this formula. You don't do any other thing other than exactly the way. He said, if you want to do 20 different meditations, do them all, but don't combine any of them with oh, this. Got it. You know, in other words, this is fit. So it's, God, what are you going to do now? You have so many options. I'm going to do this one and see how I feel. You know, I'm a big like proponent. I, yeah. give, I give something a good shot and it either sticks or it doesn't. But I did it again this morning. Of course, I got nine minutes into it and Sophia banged the door open with a tooth fairy letter. <laughs> she lost her tooth last night, scared the fuck out of me in the middle of it. Um, so I've got to get better um, at carving that time out so I can get that full 20 minutes in. But um, but I'm gonna do my second one today. And then tonight I've got at seven o'clock, um, I've got the 90 minute, they, because of COVID, they switched the next three days to Zoom. So, so it is just, just for fairness, I, I it is four days, but it's only an hour and a half a day for four days. So I was put off for years saying, I don't have four days to devote. Like I had my, this vision of waking up in an ashram at 7 a.m. until 9 p.m. <laughs> and I'm meditating, you know, with a fig leaf on my ass, but that's not what it is. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, about the fig leaf or? Um, nope. Okay. Uh, can you remember, go back to a time where you didn't meditate. Yeah. How is your life different? It's a really great question. My life is different because my brain, you haven't said to me in years, your brain is a three ring circus. Mm -hmm. My brain was a three ring circus. Of, it was not even possible to have a conversation because there were 17 conversations going and it never stopped. I don't feel that way anymore. And when it starts to become a three ring circus, I know that I need to meditate and or journal to get it out. What I learned with this TM though now is that the thoughts that we have are stress trying to find its way out. When you're looping a thought, yes, it's getting it out on paper, but knowing that it is stress, you see, it's really, this is a really interesting thing because the thoughts come, right? The thoughts, it, it ramps up, it comes, it comes, it comes. You keep getting another one and another one and another one. But when you do this technique and you start getting better at it, after about 10 minutes, the thoughts just stopped. Yeah. Where the fuck did they go? Like, what, like, why are they gone? Why, when I'm not meditating, are the thoughts there constantly? And where do they go when I meditate and they don't pop up after the first few minutes? And what he taught me is that your body is trying to expel the energy of the thought. It's trying to get it out of your body, but you have no method to get it out. Mm -hmm. The meditation gives you the way to get it out. And he said, it's not the 20 minutes that you're meditating. It's the six hours after you meditate that you feel clearer. Yeah. So we've all, we all know meditation is good. We all know that there are that there are apps called Calm and Headspace and 10% Happier and Insight Timer. And there's all these apps that are out there. But what they all have in common is someone talking to you. Yeah. Guiding you into a relaxful state. I don't like it anymore. That doesn't work. Well, no, 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 no. Don't say that. No, 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 no. It, it works to calm you. It works to which calm. Which is why it's called Calm. It calms you. But it's more than that. It, if you go back though, 
to when you began meditation, you needed to have someone talk to you and talk you through it because you go from a three-ring circus, you would have been saying one every 16 seconds. Oh yeah, I need so, I need somebody from squat going, Rob, put the gun down. Right. Like, <laughs> like I need I need step. I, that was, there, that was play, school, play school one-on-one. Right, and so there are stairs. And so even me, like my first real meditations that I did were, I, I downloaded Gabby Bernstein's guided meditations. I actually now, unless she has some for specific reasons, unless I need that specific reason and I like the visual that she creates with the meditation, I can't do it. Because it's a bit pedestrian for you It's now. not that it's pedestrian. It's that the pattern of breathing doesn't match mine because now I know how I'm supposed to do it because I've done enough of it. And so it's tough. So for me, just the reason I'm saying that is because for people listening, I want... To I want to make sure, actually, Sophia, come here. I actually have something I, I want you to share. So for me, it it took starting with someone walking me through it. And now I don't even need music, although I do like music. I don't need it. So Sophia, thank you for joining us. Sophia just finished her, her school with Miss Rupal. So I have a question for you because at night we have started doing a Cosmic Kids meditation. Yeah. Can you tell me why did we begin doing meditation at night? Because um, when I was at school, like mommy's school, um, I got a little frustrated. So I had to do meditation and my favorite one is Bye Bye Boats. Yeah, so there's an app called, or a YouTube channel called Cosmic Kids Yoga. And it's this girl, Jamie, and she's lovely. She has a beautiful voice. And I found that Sophia was getting frustrated. So I said, you know what? I'm going to use some of the techniques I use when I get frustrated, which is meditation, to see if it helps her, right? Yeah, and and I listen to it every night. And now now every night, like initially though, did you want to do the meditation initially when I said we're going to do a meditation? Yeah. You did? Yeah. No. Or no. Yes. No. Yes. No, no. You didn't want to, right? No. So, Sophia, when you do the uh, the bye bye boat thing, can you explain like what are you what, what's what are you putting into the boat? Um, I'm putting into my boat the anger, the frustration. So you don't take your happiness because that has to stay in. The happiness stays in and you put anger and frustration in the boat. And then where does the boat- In the, uh, f- in the freeness. And the freeness, beautiful. And where does uh, the boat take your anger and frustration to? It takes my anger and frustration to, um, so old man like has it now. So he says, give it to, give all your anger, frustration, and fear. And your fear. Mm-hmm. And fear okay. goes goes all off. Yeah, well, so a, a man, a fisherman comes with the boat, right? And he says, Sophia, give me all of your anger, all of your fear. And he puts it in the boat and then he takes it away, right? Yeah, and, into him. And has it helped you? Yeah. I and, don't want to run into that guy though. And do you like it now? Uh, Yeah. It, well, he basically, he still doesn't have the anger and frustration. He takes it off to a journey in the suitcases 
And uh, he just froze in the ocean. Oh, that makes me feel better. I thought he was taking all the no, anger and no, frustration no. in. He's actually he's just- getting rid of he's it. He's getting, he's delivering it into yeah. the ocean. Yeah. Okay, got it. So has how has meditation helped you? Um, uh, a lot better than like without meditation. Mm-hmm. I still get angry a little bit. But it's fine. But you know how to calm yourself. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, listen, Sophia, thank you for um, being a little guest on our show. That was fantastic. And uh, continue doing your meditation. And uh, I love you like a father would. I really do. Oh my God, he's I, so crazy. I Sophia. love you almost like a father would. That's how much I love he you. your father. Yeah, he is. That's it, everybody. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 